Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all. It's weird having a light crowd. The student's gone. Um, guys, you can see we're preparing for Advent. Doc has already begun uh, diligently setting everything up for Masses this weekend. And uh, things begin to change. They begin to kind of come alive a little bit. Um, the, today's readings, uh, I think, are, are kind of speaking of this liveliness, right? The, the life of Christ uh, seen in that first reading is the image of heaven is what's given. Um, we always wonder, what does heaven look like? And people go, well, I don't know. I've never been there. Well, John saw it. Um, John saw what heaven looks like. This is what it looks like. Uh, thrones were set up. Thrones are uh, one of the angelic uh, levels, right? There's, there's nine choirs of angels, levels of angels. Thrones are one of those choirs. So thrones were set up in the ancient one. That's God took his throne. Throne, not thrones of angels, but throne like a big chair. Throne. His clothing, this is what God looks like. His clothing was white as snow, bright, and his hair on his head was snow white as wool. His throne, this that he sat in, was flames of fire and the wheels of burning fire. So not only was his throne like a big throne, it was on fire, it was also like a wheelchair. <laughs> Had these wheels that were on fire, right? I love all the images of fire in this scripture reading. A surging stream of fire flowed out from where he sat. Thousands upon thousands ministered to him, and myriads upon myriads attended him. So you've got to imagine, like, God the Father is sitting on this throne that is full of fire, right? And all these angelic realms are worshiping him. And this is an incredible image. It reminds me of the image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Whenever uh, St. Uh, Margaret Mary sees the heart of Jesus, she said his heart was a burning furnace of fire. And whenever you go to, um, whenever I went this past summer to the place where Jesus appeared and revealed his sacred heart to St. Margaret Mary, in one of the churches where her spiritual director lived at, up on the walls with this beautiful mural, and it was Jesus sitting there as king, reigning, and there were fire all around him. And that's what she said whenever Jesus' heart was pulsating. She said fire was issuing out of every part of his sacred humanity. His entire body was on fire, similar to what we see here. Like this fire is all-consuming, and it's the fire of God's love that he sits upon, and it issues out of his body. I can't help but think that this is the image of the Eucharist. Whether the church says it's the Eucharistic heart of Jesus. And if that heart of Jesus in the apparition of St. Margaret Mary to the Sacred Heart, if that heart is on fire, then that's what the heart, the Eucharistic heart of Christ looks like. Whenever we sit in our Adoration Chapel in front of the Eucharist, if we could see with the eyes of faith what really is happening, that Eucharist would be burning with love for us. Because that's what His heart looks like. It's on fire with love for each one of us. And so what do you do whenever this is the, the wintertime, right? We love, I love to go outside and sit by a fire and just to warm myself by it. That's all we have to do when we go to adoration. People sometimes are like, Father, I go for adoration, and I'm not sure if I'm doing the right things when I'm in there. Well, if you're adoring the heart, like I can sit in front of a fire and I can just watch fire burn for hours. What does it do? Well, you just get close to it and it warms you up. That's what we're called to do in adoration. We adore Him. We sit and we look at Him in the Holy Eucharist. And our heart is warmed with His love, right? 
St. John Vianney, somebody used to come, somebody came to him one time and they, they would see him in adoration and he would just look at Jesus. He would just look at Jesus, look at Jesus. And so when Asma said, Padre, so what, what do you say when you're in front of him? When you're in front of the Eucharist, what are you saying? And he said, I don't say anything. He said, I just look at my good God and my good God looks back at me. Isn't that what love is really about? Sometimes with love, you don't have to say anything to the one that you love. Sometimes it's just enough to sit in their presence and look at them. That's kind of cute. That's adoration, to adore him. That's what you do with a baby. You just, you just adore a baby. You don't have to say anything to it. You just adore him. They're precious. It's filled with love. It invokes love. And that's what we're called to as a people, as a, as a Catholic. The highest, that we can, the highest form that we have of worship is to adore Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. That's it. Right? I would rather be in a parish that has Eucharistic adoration and every parishioner spending one hour in front of Jesus every single week than be in a parish that has 80 ministries and it's not centered on the Eucharist. Everything we do as Catholics should all point us to the Eucharist and it should flow out of the Holy Eucharist. There should be nothing that happens in the parish that is not sending people to the Eucharist and spreading them out from the Eucharistic heart and love of Jesus. Because if you're going into the Eucharist, then what's going to happen is you're passing through the fire of God's divine love and you're taking that fire out into the world. That's where we get it. So give me a parish like St. Thomas that has Eucharistic adoration and every parishioner has an hour every single week rather than a parish that has 80 ministries and they're just doing a whole lot of things. Good as they may be, in the end... What remains is the Eucharist. Programs will pass. The Eucharist will not. The Eucharist stands at the very center of our Catholic faith. And whenever the church goes through persecutions, and the churches and parishes are no longer look like the way they used to, what is it that the people want? They don't want a program. They want the Eucharist. Priests begin going and hiding and going into the homes and having mass, not setting up programs. I think we've got to refocus ourselves at times, and we've got to put our eyes back on the Eucharist, right? That's why this chapel came about, and it was because of the, the urgency and the need of what happened at St. Thomas and what the young people and our parishioners were asking for. And so we have this beautiful chapel. What's in there is Jesus, that's why it's such an anointed place. That's why people walk in and they start to cry at times whenever they walk in. Why? Because the presence of Jesus Christ burning with love for them in the Holy Eucharist is present and they feel it the moment they walk in. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Y'all go. This is our mission. To bring Jesus in this culture, in the civilization of love that we need to expand to the entire campus and to our families. We can't do it if we're not sitting in front of Him. So let's, today, as we prepare for Advent, prepare well, how? By sitting with Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. You're here today because you need Him in the Eucharist. And so prepare well for Advent, and let this be the best Advent you've ever had. Amen.